Welcome to Kindly Gifted. I'm your host, Kate Tarantiva, and I can't wait to unwrap the world of influence with you. Every day, your gifted episodes, see what I did there, to help you become fluent in the business of creativity and learn the best kept industry secrets to creating an online presence worth remembering. It's really like having a momager on speed dial. So let's dive into it. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. Let's talk about community building and how your content strategy fits into that equation. Um, emphasis on strategy, okay? There are a couple things that separate content creation simply from having a content strategy. Um, and I think uh, there's not a lot of information about that. Um, and there should be because there's way more myths than there are truths about content strategy out there. I was actually just talking about that with a personal branding client of mine, um, who came to me with, needing some clarity on her content strategy. Um, and in reality, she actually needed clarity on her entire kind of personal brand, big picture as a whole. Um, and one of the questions that she ended up asking me was, well, I just don't understand because it seems like content strategy is educational, inspirational, entertaining. And I have that, but I just keep getting burnt out because I'm having difficulty coming up with ideas. And my answer was, your content strategy is not educational, inspirational, entertaining. Those are not pillars, content pillars. Those are communication styles, right? Your content strategy is informed by your personal brand as a whole um, and who it is that your personal brand is for. Here's what I'm talking about. You need to determine your why and why are you creating content? For what? What's your story? What pushed you to do that? How do you want to be perceived? What do you want to be known for? What do you want to accomplish like in a year, two year, three year, four year, five years from now? What do you want to do 10 years from now? What do you want to do 20 years from now? as an influencer or a person of influence at that point, right? So your why is kind of your bigger picture. It's your mission. It's your values. It's your passions. It's the things you care about. And then your audience is the person that this will resonate with, right? So for example, we love Serena Kerrigan on this podcast and really in general, um, cause I use her as an example a lot, she's just really good at this, right? So Serena Kerrigan's personal brand is I'm the queen of confidence and I invite you to have a seat at my throne. That's literally in her bio on Instagram. And I think that's a perfect reflection of her personal brand. Um, it's I'm the queen of confidence being incense aspirational, but also inviting you to have a seat at her throne. So it's like making that accessible and making confidence, um, the concept of confidence accessible to women and, and 
being an inspiration of sorts, in addition to being somewhat aspirational as well. So, you know, and of course, she has a deeper purpose of that too, being somebody who wanted to um, help other people because she needed somebody to help her instill her confidence. She created her own kind of like alter ego that helped her. And now she wants to use that alter ego to help other women become more confident, right? So that's her personal brand. And then her target audience are women that need confidence help. Maybe they don't have somebody to help them with that. Maybe they aren't comfortable disclosing to someone that they're having those issues. So everything around her content strategy then has to do with like giving pep talks um, and affirmations and providing people with a card game that helps them create conversations you know, substantive, interesting conversations with people they go on dates with, with people they date, with people they're friends with, right? So it's all about, everything is about instilling confidence for somebody who needs it and specifically women who need it and specifically even more in the dating world because a lot of her advice and a lot of her content has to do with dating and, um, and romance and navigating that world as a young woman, um, in this day and age. So that is her personal brand. That is her target audience, briefly speaking. I'm sure there's like a more detailed, you know, analysis of all of this that she keeps for internal purposes. But as somebody looking out from the outside in, that's what I can say. And then her content strategy has to do with things that this person cares about that Serena can help them with. Right. So if they need confidence tips, she can help them with that. If they need pep talks, she can help them with that. If they need um, dating stories, horrific dating stories that will make them feel seen and will make them feel not alone, she can help them with that. All of these individual things can be content pillars if you have enough to share about that. Enough questions to answer, enough stories to tell, enough affirmations to give, whatever it is that you do. Right. And so um, this client that I hopped on earlier with a pers- for a personal branding session, you know, said, well, my content pillars are educational, inspirational, and entertaining. And those aren't content pillars because they're communication styles, right? So I shared with her that if you use TikTok, think of it in this way. If you were to create a playlist around a topic that topic would be one of your content pillars. So if you are somebody who, you know, is a chef at a really famous restaurant and you wanted to teach beginners how to um, create, you know, gourmet homemade meals at home using everyday kind of ingredients, maybe one of your content pillars could be around a, around a specific food group like pasta and, you know, creating delicious pasta dishes that are affordable, but also taste gourmet with everyday ingredients. Or you can even make your content pillars specific types of tutorials. So maybe there's beginner cooking tutorials, um, intermediate tutorials, advanced tutorials. Um, or you can create like, let's say if you did want to do pasta Um, I'm like getting now really deep into this, but I'm just trying to give you an example because I feel like it's easier to think of it that way. If you wanted to 
create an entire content pillar about how to do gourmet, accessible, affordable recipes at home with pasta, you can even separate that into different levels, depending where somebody is at with their cooking knowledge, right? Um, Or you can just target a specific group of people. Let's assume they're beginners because most people probably aren't chefs, right? Um, And then within that content pillar about pasta, you can do, you know, educational videos where you create like tutorials around certain things. You can do entertaining videos where you can have memes or participate in certain funny trends that are relevant to your niche. Um, And then you can also do inspirational content. So this could be like, you know, those, those little vlogs of people cooking. I love those. Um, that could be one of them, or maybe it's a transformation of like your journey as a chef or something like that, right? So those are all content types. They're not, when you, when you list a content pillar as, let's say you're like, my content pillar is educational. There are infinite amounts of ideas that can be educational and you'll burn yourself out because you're, you don't have any idea of what specifically in the realm of education you want to do, but also educational is not a specific topic within your niche. So you're just, you're more prone to creating educational videos around anything and everything and not something that stays in the lane of your niche and actually resonates with your audience. So that is one big myth that content strategy in terms of content pillars are actually, they are actually specific topics. They are not educational, inspirational, entertaining. They are specific topics that you know that you have expertise or knowledge or value to contribute um, and that your audience should or wants to know more about. The other myth around content strategy is that you should be posting a certain number of times a day. That's not even strategic. Unless that's no, because (laughs) I was like trying to give it the benefit of the doubt. The amount of times that you post doesn't matter. And frankly, something tells me that somebody just perpetuated that myth so that they could keep you on the apps longer. Because if you're posting three videos a day on social media platform, you're staying on that platform for a really long time, right? So it's not really about how many videos or how many whatever photos you post, how many pieces of content you post. It's about what is the quality of that content. On a scale of 1 to 10, how well does this one piece of content resonate with my audience? And there are plenty of creators, you know, Peter McKinnon and Latte ASMR, both on YouTube, who create content nowhere near every day. And it's very clear because it's clear that those videos took a lot of time to make and edit. Um, They share videos either like bi-weekly or even monthly, but it resonates with their audience and people keep coming back and they keep watching them and they keep engaging with them and they keep requesting more and they keep, you know being part of that community, despite the fact that the creator is not posting as often. Um, There's another creator that I spoke to several months ago um, named uh, Mackenzie from Styling with Kenzie, um, who's also really great. She's a local Atlanta creator, and she focuses on styling like a sensible wardrobe. 
And she started with creating videos every single day and then said, that really burnt me out. And I really just realized that I wanted to create one video a week, take the time to really film everything, edit everything, tell a story. And each video that she posts does so, so well and probably even better than some of her earlier videos because it's clear that this person is like taking the time to really resonate with her audience and give them something that they would enjoy and find value in as opposed to just post because you have to. So the amount of times that you post isn't really that important either. And the final myth around content strategy is that content strategy is just social media. Your content strategy goes beyond social media, right? It goes even beyond one social media platform. So, you know, and you your overall content strategy may may involve TikTok and Instagram and a podcast and a newsletter, right? Or it could involve a blog and an SMS list and um, LinkedIn and Instagram. Like your content strategy is a mix of varying different platforms, some of which are awareness driven, some of which are nurturing platforms, meaning that that's where you primarily build like relationships and chances are people are like messaging you on that platform or or they're, you know, it's like a long form content platform, most likely, which there are episodes on this podcast about that as well. Um, but your content strategy, overarching content strategy goes beyond just social media. And in the brand world, a content strategy could be social media. It could be traditional media. It could be, uh, ads within streaming. Like it's, you know, same thing for influencers, your content strategy. It doesn't mean you have to be on all platforms at once or even five of them. You don't need to be on all of them. Okay. You don't need even need to be on five of them. Okay. Find a couple platforms that like are doable for you where you can repurpose content but also create original content on each platform um, and use one to like build relationships on um, and that's emails or YouTube or podcast or Instagram and use another to like really drive awareness that's like Pinterest or TikTok, right? Um, so... And even within each individual platform, you have a strategy because every platform operates differently. TikTok operates differently than Instagram, operates differently than Pinterest, operates differently than LinkedIn, operates differently than emails or your SMS list or your blog or YouTube. Each of these platforms operate very differently. And so your strategy for posting and sharing content on each one also is different because the audience that goes there are all different. The people that go to YouTube are different than the people that go to Instagram, right? People on YouTube want to watch long form videos. They maybe are looking more for tutorials. Maybe they're more so looking for like in-depth knowledge on something. Whereas people on Instagram are maybe just going there to connect with people that they already follow or that they're friends with. So it's they because of the different behaviors of each platform you also need to do research of like which one is best for what type of niche i have what type of content i have where does my target audience hang out and then decide accordingly of like what platforms you're going to use in your overall content strategy and how you're going to post on all of these different platforms are you going to share 
similar content? Are you going to do a content remixing strategy, which is like Gary Vee's strategy of taking one long form piece of content, like a YouTube video, and then slicing it up into different bits and then posting those bits alternate, alternating alternating in the way that you post um, those clips on different platforms. So, you know, content strategy is not as simple as entertaining, inspirational, educational, let's post three times a day, boom, done. Because the ultimate goal is what? Is for you to make money. It's from the people that you are influencing, whether it's making money for, you know, the brands that you're advertising in terms of like them going to buy products and you making an affiliate commission off of that, or it's um, making money for your own also products and business and merch and courses and, um, you know, getting more brand deals and going to events or whatever. Like you also have a lifestyle that you want to fund, right? So, your content strategy is is the thing that can communicate who you are, what's your purpose, what's your influence, who are you talking to, and then attract those people into your community so that then you can monetize off of that community. Thanks for tuning in to Kindly Gifted. To support the podcast, please leave a review, share with your friends, and don't forget to subscribe. Make sure you follow me on TikTok at Kate Mob for more creative secrets from the internet's momager. See you on the next episode of Kindly Gifted.